I have to be very intentional on having my own mm-hmm. therapist. Yep. I have to make appointments, have my own therapist. I have to process with God. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Welcome to Tangible Truth Podcast, and I have my friend Megan Jones back. Hello, I'm glad to be back. I'm so glad to have you, Megan. We're going to talk today, part two, of being authentically human. And I am so excited to dig into today's podcast because we're going to talk about what we told our listeners we were going to talk about, and that is blocks of being authentically human. So if you did not catch part one, listeners, please, we ask you to go back and listen to being authentically human because we talked a great deal about it. It was great. We really had great feedback from our listeners about it because we talked about two different kind of ditches, if you will. We talked about when in pain, being authentically human, when it's hopeful being authentically human, but you need to go back and listen to it because we mentioned it's hard to be authentically human when there are blocks. So today we're devoting the podcast to what are blocks, why do we have them, and how do you get rid of them, actually. We're just going to jump in. So whenever I think about blocks in myself, I just think about the survival instinct and need to protect my heart from whatever feels like it's coming at me. Mm. Would you kind of agree with that, Susan, or would you add to that? I do. And their blocks are, we wouldn't call them blocks when we're younger because we don't know to do it, but blocks are present all of our lives. Right. They have to be, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they, here's the deal about blocks. They serve us well when we're younger. Yes. And we naturally develop blocks So growing up in our family of origin, I had blocks, you had blocks, our clients, we hear about blocks all the time. Again, we don't know to call them blocks. Yes. So in therapy, we call them what? Self-defense mechanisms. That's right. But they serve us well. That's the thing. That's what's so tricky about them. Mm -hmm. And and I think that... You know, we talk about being vulnerable, and I think that that's a word that is used right now in our culture a lot of like vulnerability. Let's be vulnerable. And so I just kind of want to honor the good reasons we can't just be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, if you really think about how unsafe or really kind of insane Mm -hmm. it would be if we've really had so many times in our life of mistrust, then we have all the reason in the world then to have a ton of blocks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That protect us from being hurt again. Mm-hmm. That it's really our body's way of saying, I can't take this anymore. I can't take being dropped or hurt anymore in these places. Mm-hmm. So, in some ways, what we're saying is we've needed blocks. Mm-hmm. And what stinks is, is it also is the very thing that keeps us from being authentically human as well, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what makes it so tricky, right? Exactly. Yeah. As we get older, problem is with those blocks, if we keep those blocks, here again, here's the tricky part, those blocks that have protected us and keep us from being vulnerable, 
keep that authentic us from coming out because we've needed that protection. It also keeps us in this somewhat shell, if you will. I don't know of a better word. Yeah. I mean, shell I think, a fair word? I, I think shell, and I think that kind of like we did talked about the last episode, is the other ditch, right? Yeah. Is either having a shell or the anxiety, or I don't even want to say anxiety, but the, the chaos inside of us being mm-hmm. so much that then it comes out as anger or it looks more outward maybe than what a shell would but both are protective right they are they're very protective and as a therapist that's our job right is it comes in the room as anger so that's what we hear but we're we're thinking wow what makes that make sense exactly and so we're asking we're real curious with people like we're really and we remain curious like what does makes that make sense because i hear that but really Really, what I'm wanting to know is, wow, you really have a voice, but it's not been out. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Is that voice Uh in there? What's that inner voice that's trying to get out? Because what I'm hearing is something that I know is not not been out in a long. There's an inner voice, uh, whether it's a child voice that's trying to get out or. You know, there's something in there that's been hidden for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, you hear the the anger, or yes. you see the anger, but that's not really what's. It's usually coming from hurt or pain or betrayal or rejection or there's so many things it could be coming from. Right. And so, really, it's our job, right, to keep being curious and find out where it's coming up, so that they can from that deep well that they've not been to in a long time, pull it out. And then, wow, there's beauty. So much beauty. And then finally reaching down in that deep well that they've not been in. And I mean, really just whenever you think about that well, mm-hmm. right? And I think that what, what I hear a lot, and I know you do too, Susan, is is how much people just want out of the well. Yes. Right? But whenever I walk in it with people, I'm like, Actually, like this well is full of the beauty. It's like what makes us most human. It is. Right. And so I just want to encourage listeners that when we're in wells, um, when we're in the depths of the pain, Mm -hmm. which just feels and looks so awful, that's actually where beauty lies. Mm -hmm. Right. Is that whenever we can really start putting words and getting clear about the picture we're seeing um, in front of us inside that well, so to speak, um, that's really whenever... We can draw people the, the closest to us, right? Mm-hmm. If we have a safe person to do so. Right. Right. That's where we get seen the most. Like how how awesome would it be, Susan, if we could be a person who could go into that well and somebody could meet us there. Mm-hmm. Right. That's I feel like that that beautiful picture of being authentically human and not just being authentically human, but being caught mm. in my authenticity. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a different picture of health and and wellness. Totally. So to 100%. And then when that happens, then there's no longer a block. Exactly. And that's that. That is absolutely beautiful because then I'm seen, then I'm heard, then I, then you know me and you are safe with me and I'm real. And then I'm real. When I'm, I'm real. real. When I'm real, I'm authentically human mm-hmm. and I'm not having to be. I'm not having to prove anything to you. Um, I can be me. I'm not having to. 
I'm not having to be a, act a certain way, be a certain way around you. I can be me and you accept me the way I am. Mm. And, you know, that is so beautiful. And that means you love me unconditionally. Right. You know, and unconditional love, that's what God's love is. Yes. And so you represent Jesus. You're a safe person for me. And that's when the block is removed that we're talking about a block. That's when the block is removed. When there is a block, man, there are so many barriers between me and you. And I overreact. I am defensive. I am I get offended easily. Well, of course I do. Completely. If, because if I've got a block, of course I'm offended easily. Uh-huh. People that say, oh, you're so sensitive. Oh, you're so this. Oh, you're so that. Well, of course I'm offended. If I am, if I've got a block and I'm not authentically me, then I've got all this stuff going on that nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, that's why we see so much of this about suicide and suicide ideation and all that, people have truly lost hope. Well, they are screaming inside for people to really know. When this, even this uh, came out about Twitch, the dancer, and he... Completely. Oh, and and he was just the kindest. I heard so much and read so much about how kind and Mm. wonderful and beautiful he was and his family was and all this. And there are so many that have been like that, that have committed suicide. And people wonder, how could that be? And you and I have seen that so many Mm -hmm. times Mm -hmm. and are like, how could that be? Because people don't know what really goes on in people's lives. Exactly. Behind closed doors, as my grandmother said. Exactly. Used to say, you don't know. And that's so true. It's so true. It is so true. And if people did know me. If people did know me. If people did know how much I was suffering and Mm -hmm. how much I was in pain, will they love me there? Would they still love me? Will they still love me? Which Mm -hmm. that, that is the risk in it. The good reasons none of us really want to be vulnerable or can be vulnerable because it's so risky. It is. If I show you what I feel like is the worst part of me mm-hmm. and then I'm not received there, mm-hmm. right? Then where does that kind of leave me, mm-hmm. right? If it leaves me not just in, in a well now, but now I'm like indefinitely in a well left by myself, right? Which right. then leads again to the depression and the ideations that you're talking about, right? And, and again, why wouldn't we have that as humans? It's protective, Right. So we have to have ways to to block us, to keep us living this life. Right. Unfortunately. Yes. Very true. And uh, so we have to either it's it's vitally important to either go to therapy, process with a safe person. Certainly, first and foremost, if you're a believer, go to God and share with him. You know, I. I wrote down in our notes, you know, before, while we were talking about being authentically human, I wrote down Psalm 139, you know, Mm. because I love that piece where it's written, Psalm 139, it says that God already knows what you're going to say before you say it. So what does that imply? Be authentic, be real, be honest, because you can't shock God. He already knows what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. So sharing everything and processing with God, because as I just said, you can't shock him. Mm -hmm. So be so completely real with God. And everywhere you go, he's there. 
He's yes. always there. You can't run away from God. And he loves you more than all the grains of the sand. And you cannot count grains of sand. So he loves you unconditionally. He fearfully and he wonderfully made you. All of that's in Psalm 139, mm-hmm. all of which I just said. So processing it with a safe person, but processing is so healing. It and is important so healing. Because we all go through so much pain. And as you just said, it was very wise. Why would people want to hear my pain? And we all go through, especially seasons of there's so much pain in our life. If I were to dump that on someone, would they still want to hang around with me? You know, they don't want to hear my pain. Uh If they heard my pain, they were like, "Uh, I don't know what, uh, I don't think I want to be with her today. Mm -hmm. Or that's too much. Yes. I've had friends. So many. Yeah. That's too much for me. It's too much. It's too much for people. It's too much for people. Yeah. So I better not. That's my block. It's the block. That's the block. And if we're not really kind of able to lean into ourselves, and a lot of times we don't even really kind of know what's in the well, Mm -hmm. right? We're even kind of blocked going there ourselves. True. And so we know we're in pain. We know we don't feel so good or we feel depressed or whatever kind of name we want to give it, but we don't really actually know what the pain is. And we have no world, no words for this vague world that's going on inside of us. Mm -hmm. Then how in the world then am I going to give it to somebody? And then expect them to kind of show up for me whenever it's like these vague words. So then what ends up coming out then is our defense mechanism. Yes. Right. And so the clearer, like kind of what you were saying, the process is so important that it's okay that it's a process. It's okay that it's a journey because that's actually healing. If we can get more clear in this vague world that's going on inside of us, putting words to that, Uh right. Then we have a better chance at handing it to a sweet friend or spouse or God mm-hmm. um, and f- fully filling fully met there. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that can change everything. Now, all of a sudden we have reps at being caught authentic part of us. Yeah. And it gives us more um, freedom or hope than that we can do it again. So yes. to speak, is yeah. that what you kind of see Susan? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm sitting here thinking, and you probably are too. What are my self-defense mechanisms? Right. I'm sitting here thinking mine and, Pretty clearly, yes, we've talked about emotion. We've talked about anger and all that kind of stuff. Well, mine, we do have that. But but mine pretty much, when I start getting all of the, the pain and hurt and all that, my self-defense mechanism has always pretty much, I put that in a box and I go to work. Completely, I mean, right. I'm like a machine. Uh huh. I mean, which again, which makes you good, so good at your job, right? Well, so that's what's so tricky about our defense is mechanism tricky. is they actually can like do us well in life. Yes, motivate us, motivate us, almost motivate us. But but yet, 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 it can also like I can shove stuff under the rug, which. I'm a therapist, and I know better. I know better. Yet is the key word, right? It is. And so I have to be very intentional on having my own Mm -hmm. therapist. Yep. I have to make appointments, have my own therapist. I have to process with God uh, every single day. Mm -hmm. I have to, I have trusted, trusted friends, and I have to do my own work. I have to stay healthy. Uh, spiritually, emotionally, physically, physically, I have I work out. Yes, get I sunlight. To, yes, 
yes, and I'm in this room, so I have to check other rooms. Like I got because this room is the room that we do the podcast in, and it has no windows. It is you know like a recording studio, and I have to intentionally go to another room on my longer days that have windows that work. All the things yes. that for health and yeah, and get outside. So because my sessions are only as healthy as I completely. Am. And, and it takes work, doesn't it? It takes a lot of work yes. to be healthy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it happen does. by osmosis. It doesn't. And so I'm thinking about my own. So you have to work. Do you, and don't you? Same thing? I, yes. If I don't, I really find myself going to hold. And you know what um, I find about myself, Susan, just as I'm, I'm reflecting on myself as you're talking, is, you know, what I do is whenever I get home, if I'm not okay, uh-huh. right, and I'm not leaning into me and kind of being able to live out my authentic self, what I do is I go home and you all literally everything that might be a mess, it might be something out of place. It literally bogs me down so much where I almost feel consumed and suffocated by it. And so what I do as my move is I clean your self-defense mechanism. Yes. Uh I find myself cleaning and what it does for me is it sorts my world. It controls my world, but it also gets rid of the clutter. Right. But Mm -hmm. what's actually cluttered, if you slow down and think about it, is really my heart. Yes. Right. But it's just showing up in the outside world as like cleanliness outside. But but really, when I can slow down, it's like, gosh, something's really going on with me. And that's my block, right? That's my survival instinct to make mm-hmm. my world okay. Yeah. So it's your like ordered, ordered outside world, ordered inside. Yeah, that's you a know, good way to put it. I like that. I can see that. Yes. I can see that. So again, bad, good. Completely. I mean, you know, because... <laughs> It orders your world outside, but you're ordering your heart. Yes. Kind of, you know, that that calms you. Yes. That calms you. Yeah. But you also have to be very intentional. That's right. To take care of what caused that. Initially. Because if I don't, yeah, then it don't. goes south real fast, it right? Does. And that, that survival instinct doesn't just become cleaning. Now it becomes nagging or outburst or whatever it might look like yes. for each of us, right? Yeah. But you're same. so right. Same. We have to be very intentional knowing what makes me a workaholic or you a clean freak. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, you know, we have to, because we can put those in boxes. I can put that in a box and come and do therapy like right. crazy. And you can put that in a box and cling, 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 cling. Yes. But we have to then take it out of the box and take care of our souls. And that's the flexibility, Susan, yes. that you've really hit on last time that um, in part one yes. of the series is is really just needing some flexibility here. Right. Is it okay to come work hard? Yes. Is it okay to go clean hard? Yes. Yes. Right. But if we don't have flexibility then to really kind of go lean into that well, which we've kind of named it during the podcast. Right. And take time there and kind of explore that world. Right. That's where we get stuck. That's where we get caught of just living outside of our authentic self. Yes. So to speak. Yes. Right. One hundred percent. I totally agree. This is so good. It's so good. This is so good. I know our listeners need this. We need it. We need I it. need it as a reminder. Don't you? Yes. I mean, just to wrap this up, really blocks are the same thing as we would call 
a self-defense mechanism. Is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. So those are the same thing, listeners, that we're talking about, but we're going to call them blocks for this podcast. So that's what we're talking about this. We all have them. So that should normalize that word because we all have them. I have them. Megan has them. If you're human, if you're you human, have them. That's right. And we are trying to make us all healthier by recognizing that. And if we put them in a box when we <laughs> when we need to function and we all do function with them, we need to know how if we put them in a box to take, take them back out, out and to be intentional about our, I hate to use the word self-care because it gets overused. Completely. But we do have to be intentional about taking care of ourselves. Yes. And I want to really encourage encourage the listeners just to, to be really thoughtful and mindful of that as the new year starts. That maybe, you know, I know that workout and all that is so, so important, but how are we going to just do full on taking care of your heart? Is it exercise? Is it leaning into these well places that none of us want to go and starting to kind of get words there? Is it just finding a safe person that we can trust to share some of these with, whether it's a counselor or whatever, but how can we really start living more authentically. Absolutely. 100%. Somehow, some way to process. Yes. In a safe environment. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100%. Great, great info today. I'll look forward to uh, next podcast and I hope that maybe you'll be back. I will be back, listeners. <laughs> I love being here. Thank you so much for joining in. Absolutely. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.